Welcome back to DQP Does Drafted Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we do not go into creepy attics with weird phallic machines and get super horny. Um, with me this evening is my co-host Dave. Good evening, Shane. I'm afraid Dave cannot oh, make fuck. it. You are disrespecting me, huh? For this the spooky season. In Dabulize back. Bleh. Jesus Christ. Okay, so yeah, it's my co-host Daviela. Um and we have a special guest with us, Bill from Indy. Hey yo. Hey yo. Good evening, Bill. Is he gonna be here the whole time? I I think so. What? Um, What's wrong? It's just me, your good friend, Davula. It's great to see you, Count Davula. No, I'm not the Count just yet. I've <laughs> been trying for years and years, but they don't, they don't accept my license to be Count. Uh, we have correspondence. Really? We don't get, we don't get uh, emails a lot. Uh, I feel like this one's spam i don't know it's it's from this really shady email address on, only real vhs cuts uh and it says um sort of it has a bunch of symbols instead of letters it says i have your tape so i'm gonna read this uh it says uh i sell uncut all caps uh event horizon vhs tape Bleh. whoa what just five hundred dollars U.S. dollar. That's redundant. No, it makes sense to me. Five hundred dollars U.S. dollars. I get it. Okay. It says please pay on Cash App to hashtag only real VHS cuts. So no, so not pay tax on sale. This is a fantastic English. Um, please also allow you address and social number to mail direct to home. I am not a serial killer at all. This is not a scam. Only real VHS cuts. I believe it. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean... That I, one guy, I think he would have liked that very much. <laughs> I, I need to download Cash App. We're going to get the VHS. Yay! We're going to get to watch the uncut version of Event Horizon. Hooray! Nothing bad will happen. Bleh. Yeah. And you'll get to do it without being... Murdered or scammed or scammed, yeah, yeah, it says so right in the I'm email. I'm pretty sure sending money on Cash App directly to someone and uh, my address and social security number is perfectly safe. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Uh, so we'll talk about that at some point. Uh, the, the real version of Event Horizon, um, that one guy would very much like that, yeah, Dave. No, no, Dave, that's my name. No, Dave would like it. Dave Vula. Is that... Never mind. Okay. Uh, anyway, this week we are talking about From Beyond. I know we said that we were going to talk about The Call of Cthulhu and uh, The Whisper in Darkness, but guess what? You can't fucking stream those movies anywhere. They were literally taken off of everything. And actually, the owners are upset that the movies were taken down. Uh, so I don't know what the distri distribution problem is there, but, uh, they, they don't exist on anything. Um, 
I think you can watch maybe The Whisperer in Darkness on some random dude's Facebook post, but I'm sure that's going to get taken down because it's a whole fucking movie posted on Facebook. But uh, hmm. I don't know. We'll see. So we're going to talk about From Beyond instead, yes. which is also kind of difficult to stream. Uh, <laughs> you have to you have to rent or buy it on Vudu. Uh, which is Fandango streaming service. Hmm. Um, I watched it on tape. Oh. Go you, Davula. Just saying. Uh, not everybody has a VCR, let alone a VHS of a movie from 1986. I don't get much Wi-Fi in the cave. I imagine you wouldn't. It's a cave. Yeah. The bat Wi-Fi is terrible. You could probably, like, run a cable in there. Just get, like, a 200-foot uh cat five and steal yeah. internet from the castle ben helsing yes ben. <laughs> i live across my neighbor okay anyway. phil, phil helsing he's not bad phil helsing <laughs> yep uh so anyway we watched from beyond 1986 rated our hour and 25 minutes it's kind of a short movie um it's not a short movie that's just how long movies used to be yeah i guess 85 minutes like a 90 minute movie was just like normal yeah i suppose 1986 yeah probably better times play <laughs> uh so yeah this movie uh wow it's real interesting yes <laughs> it's very you've mentioned before but it's very horny <laughs> it is super horny uh <laughs> because it's a movie from the 80s Right, I hadn't I hadn't seen it. Yeah, didn't know anything about it. Went into it totally cold. Yeah, me too. As soon as the doctor came on screen, I was like, I'm "Gonna see your tits later." <laughs> yeah. So the movie starts <laughs> with uh, uh, what the fuck is I don't remember any of these characters' names. Crawford. It starts with uh, Crawford Tillinghast. What a name. Uh, working on this machine. Um, and, uh, he turns it on and he gives him a headache and he sees weird shit and then one of them attacks him. So he shuts it off Then he runs downstairs and talks to this other person who doesn't want to answer his door cause he's a dick. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Edward Pretorius. Um, and, uh, old, old Ed is, is wearing like a fucking silk robe <laughs> with, <laughs> With like glorious chest hair, uh, it's true. And uh, he's an older gentleman with uh, like uh, some a wavy coif going on. Uh, so uh, he's like uh, Crawford's boss. He's like interning under him, sort of. Um, and he's like, "Oh, the machine works. Uh, show me." So they go, uh, and he's like, oh, no, don't turn it on, blah, blah, blah. The, these things, they attacked me, and so on and so forth. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And when uh, when Crawford turned it on, he only put it at, like, quarter power. And Ed's old Ed's like, fuck that. I'm going to fucking turn it on 100%. Let's go. So he turns it on, and uh, and then crazy shit happens. You don't see the crazy shit. You saw a little peak of crazy shit. Uh, but this time, like, you don't see what happens. Um, Ed says a bunch of weird stuff before it cuts away. But uh, 
the neighbor is mad because you know <laughs> the fucking the neighbor, neighbor lady <laughs> the, the like totally super uh tropey uh curlers in the hair short fat old lady yes. in a nightgown with her also generic tropey puppy dog uh fluffy or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> also with a generic tropey <laughs> name uh <laughs> fluffy the miniature poodle yeah uh she's like calling the cops because it looks like uh pretorius is having a fucking rave in his attic and there's like all kinds of noise and shit and the cops won't come and then her dog jumps out the window and i was like holy shit like i thought she was on the second story of her house <laughs> it's like that dog's dead why did that happen what is happening in this movie because the movie like it doesn't set anything up it's just like all right he's he's fucking putting this machine together he turns it on crazy shit happens he goes and talks to this porn guy and <laughs> and he's like not nah, turning on full blast and then he's like he gets like weirdly sensually philosophical before it cuts away to an old lady calling her dog or calling the police with her dog in her hands. And then the dog commits suicide and you're just like, what? But she was on the ground floor, so it's fine. The dog is okay. Uh, we can calm down. <laughs> yeah. Calm dog down. is fine. So the dog like immediately runs for the creepy house with the rave in the, in the attic. And so does dogs the old love lady. Raves. Yeah. Dogs love raves. Um, and they get into the house, and Crawford's running down the stairs, uh, bloodied and freaking out. And she's like, "What the fuck? What's happening?" Uh, no, she gets the shining axe through the door. Oh yeah, she gets the axe through the door. She like the, gets up to the attic because the Karen-y old woman goes in the house yeah. and up three flights of stairs to yeah. investigate what's happening. Yeah, and doesn't see her dog anywhere. Uh. So then the uh there's some uh here's Johnny and uh then uh Crawford runs off and she runs after him and by the time they get to the front gate because it's like a gated mansion uh the cops have arrived and they arrest uh Crawford and then the old lady like goes back into the house after her dog and she finds Ed's body Laying there with like his neck twist tied, <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" That happens. Yeah, and then it's like from beyond, and you're like, "Okay." Uh, and then cut to Crawford's in uh, the loony bin, uh, because he's obviously like a paranoid schizophrenic that somehow twisted off Ed's head. Uh, with his brute psycho strength, um, and this other lady shows up with uh the somebody from the DA's office to talk to uh Crawford because they don't know what the fuck's going on, and Crawford explains the experiment to this lady, uh, to Doctor Catherine Michaels. Barbara Crampton. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's basically like it expands your uh, pineal gland. Pineal gland. Yeah. Uh, your third eye. Uh, 
and lets you see into another dimension that is overlaid over ours. Um, but then he also explains that when you're able to see stuff in that dimension, it's able to see you and interact with you. That's bad. That's bad. That's very bad. I mean, he got bit on the cheek, but we don't know what happened to Edward. Um, which he explains that something crazy came through and killed him and he saw it happen. Uh, he basically sounds like a raving lunatic, but she sees like, she's like, huh, this there's something weird going on here. So she orders a cat scan and they get a cat scan and his, his pineal gland has a heart on, uh, and is pushing through the rest of his brain <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? That's not right. Uh, so she's like, the experiment worked. We'd have to recreate it or go find, go to the house and look, look at it and shit. And they argue with her, but then the guy from the DA's office is like, whatever, we got to figure out what the hell's going on here. So you go ahead and take him and we'll, uh, you know, he'll, I'll remand him to your custody and you can go to the house and we can figure this shit out. So she gets him and she's like, all right, we're going to go back to the house. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm not going back. And she's like, well, you can either go back and we can figure this out or you can rot in this, uh, this asylum. And he's like, uh, well, okay, I guess I'll go back. Uh, and then they bump into, uh, Bubba, Bubba Brownlee, uh, which Ken is, Foray. yeah, well, you know a lot about this movie. I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's like their, uh, cop, uh, He's babysitter sheriff right no nah, he's, he's, he's a sergeant it doesn't say what i don't know because you would have like a a da usually has like an investigator that works for him that's sort of yeah. like a detective i don't know if that's what they were going for or it's actually supposed to be a cop yeah whatever he is he's like eight feet tall and carries like a 357 and a shoulder holster the best character but... yeah and he used to play football he mentions that in his introduction, so you know that he's badass. Because you, you couldn't tell that he was a foot taller than everyone else on yeah, set. Right. Yeah. Uh so so they go to the house. No explanation about weird machine or crazy weird sex doctor, but you gotta know yes. that the random cop who's yeah. super tall used to play football. You, gotta, you have to give that bit of exposition. Yes. Yes. Uh so they go to the house. And, and, uh, Crawford, like, he continues to, you know, complain be like, no, protest. That's the word I was looking protest. for. Protest. Continues to protest. Who is that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he continues to protest. Uh, I think he doth protest too much. No, he doesn't protest enough because they, they, Agreed. <laughs> they fucking put the machine back together. Uh, and, uh, Old Catherine's like, let's fucking switch it on. Let's go. Let's see with this shit. Uh, and they turn it on and uh, they see some weird shit. And does Edward show up already? I don't remember. Yes. Yeah, Edward yes, shows up. Edward shows up. He's supposed to be dead, but he's here. Uh, he's all spooky. Yeah, and he's spooky. He doesn't like do anything. No, he does. He like his head like turns into a tentacle monster. Yes. Uh and like they're like, what the fuck? And they shut the machine off. And then they leave. They go downstairs and they're like, okay, we need to like not do that ever again. That's fucked up. And Catherine's all fucking wide-eyed and weird about it. And 
like what no we're gonna shut it off right and like well you gotta do an experiment twice to confirm your results it's true blah, like my friend frankenstein yeah and his brother yes edenstein oh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> uh anyway um they're like no she's like come on we have to so they ended up turning it on again and uh old ed is is more of like a monster now oh and at some point they find the doctor's like s&m room which that was fun uh and there's like an extended scene of of him like whipping a chick that has her tits out yes on uh, the tv yeah he like videoed it and like bubba is just like watching he's just like huh Old Doc's fucked up, huh? <laughs> but he's like just watching it. Oh, and they talk about uh, they, Ed, Bubba talks about when they turned the machine on the first time that it gave him a boner. <laughs> forgot about that. Oh yeah, he's like, forgot he's about like, that. He's like, you care to explain my heart on? <laughs> and Catherine's like, well, uh, people think maybe that the pineal gland has something to do with. Uh, your sexual arousal or some shit. They give some hand wave reason that the machine is making everyone horny. <laughs> Again, very horny. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. You don't know what horny's like? No. Oh. I've been a vampire for a long time, Shane. Mm. Bleh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it keeps going. They 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 turn it on. Like somebody turns it on. Catherine keeps turning it on because she's getting super way hornier than everyone else. Uh, they like struggle to turn it off once, and like uh, Crawford gets hurt and like has lost all his hair and uh because he gets like half swallowed by a fucking uh sandworm in the basement. Is um, and she was like about to get raped by uh Edward, and then uh, and she actually like gets her like shirt ripped off. That's when you see her tits. Um, and he grew his fingers really long, and I was like, "Oh my god, no!" <laughs> this movie is wild. <laughs> this movie is so fucking horny. Holy shit! Uh. So they shut it off like right before he uh he shows her why he made his finger so long. Um and uh they put uh Crawford in bed and they're like, Oh, we gotta leave, we gotta leave. Or uh Bubba is anyway, and Catherine's like, ah, I don't know. So then Bubba goes to like start the van and get get ready to leave and Catherine like so for some reason they have Crawford in the SNN room like that's the only room that has a bed they can lay him in or something. Yeah, the mansion has two rooms. The mansion only has two rooms, yeah. yeah. Uh there's no rooms on the ground or second floor. It's just the third floor where the SNN room and the doctor's room and then the the attic. Yep. Um so they have him in the S&M room and she's like looking around and like she finds like some dominatrix gear and then she just like puts it on because she's super horny 
And then (laughs) she's like gonna rape Crawford because he's unconscious. And she like she plays with his dick and then like puts her fingers in her mouth. And I was like, did they think that Crawford was a chick? Or like, what's happening? And then she gets on him. And then Bubba comes back and stops her. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? <laughs> Again, best character in the movie. <laughs> and he's like, I know this shit's making us all horny, but goddamn, control yourself. And she's like, ah, oh, no, I want to I turn it back on. And he's like, look at yourself. And there's, of course, there's sex mirrors on the ceiling. Because, uh, I mean, what S&M red torture dungeon is complete without you know reference mirrors everywhere i've never been to one oh it's pretty great um anyway <laughs> all right uh he's like shows her what she looks like and is wearing she also had time to tease her hair because her hair like looks different now too <laughs> priorities uh, priorities uh she lost like, her glasses yeah some she point lost her glasses at well. some point so there's a. Uh, she can she can see though, um. So he's like, "Is that really you? Is that what you want to look like and stuff?" Basically, slut shaming her. But I mean, it's not actually her. She's she is actually being influenced by something else. Um. So then uh, they leave. They leave the building, and they go. Uh, they take. Uh, uh or no, that the, no, not yet. They don't leave yet. No, no. The machine just turns on yes. on its own. Yeah. And that's when Bubba dies. Unfortunately. They get attacked by like a swarm of like flesh eating somethings. It's real gross. Yeah. And Rest in peace, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba like loses everything but his face. So you know it's Bubba. Yeah, he like half melts into the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and uh I think uh she is that when she turns it off by spraying it with the Fire extinguisher? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and unplugs a bunch of and them. Unplugs everything. Yeah. So then they leave. Uh and uh at this point, Crawford's pineal gland has grown out of his forehead like Edwards is. Edwards is just like a fucking like Cronenberg monster. Yes. At this point, but he has like this fucking like uh what's that fish that has the fucking forehead thing? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, what is his name? Lure, lure angler, fish? angler, fish, anglerfish. Yes. Uh, the like deep sea fish that has like the little bob that comes out of its forehead that glows. Uh, he's got like one of those, but it you find out that it's like it, his pineal gland dick sticking out of his forehead. Yes. and uh, Crawford grows one. Uh, but his is retractable. His like comes. <laughs> When it's in his head, he's him. When it's out of his head, he's like a horny brain sucker. He's a grower, not a <laughs> he's shower. A grower, not a shower. Uh, he likes to so, eat people's eye sockets. He sucks their brain out of their eye socket. Ah, uh, yeah, because like their eyes like are out, and like he's like sucking the brain. He's like <laughs> through their through their eye socket. That was good audio. Um, so uh, you don't see that happen just yet. You, they they go they take them to the uh, asylum, which is apparently the only hospital in town. Because um, it's where emergency ambulance drivers bring a drunk. Yeah, that too, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like a, a wing of a hospital in a small town. I don't fucking know. 
anyway, uh, so they're in this hospital or whatever, and uh, the lady that Catherine was talking to before is just like shitting on her, just like you're a fucking dumb bitch, and like I told you, you shouldn't do this, and you know you're dressed like a hoe and all this stuff, and uh, she like. Uh, fuck, what is the word for that? Jesus Christ, my head is not working. Uh, involuntarily booking into a s- asylum. What is that called? Oh, like puts her on a hold. Yeah, I don't know what the term don't is. Remember what that's off called. top of my head. She's, she's put on, she's basically like, she's put in the asylum under her care, under the other lady's care. And uh, she's like, all right, well, guess what? You're going to get some fucking uh, uh, electroshock. electroshock therapy and because I fucking hate you. And just like the like the nurse even is like, you can't do that. And she's like, you, you got to follow orders because this is fucking the military or some shit. Yeah, you got to <laughs> shock the delusional slut out of her. Yeah. So they take her, they take her and they're going to fucking do electroshock. Uh, and at this point is when, uh, Crawford wakes up and he's hungry. Uh, and he's like roaming around the halls and he sees some food laying on like a tray, uh, somebody's dinner that they haven't given to him yet. Or maybe they finished and they didn't like the green beans or something, but he goes to eat like this pile of like green beans or asparagus or some shit. And he's like, Oh fuck. That's gross. Uh, I'm hungry for something else. And, uh, hungry for Brian's. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's. Oh, I mean, brain. Sorry. God damn it. Uh, what is that other chicks? Like, what is the, uh, the, other Dr. Block. Dr. Block. Dr. Block. <laughs> yeah, so Dr. Block is the cut that uh, doesn't like Catherine. So she's looking for Crawford now because she finds that Crawford's missing. Um, and she sees like some blood seeping out from under a door. Only it just looks like pink water. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, what? What is that? Oh, it's supposed to be blood. Okay. Uh, so she goes in and it's the, like the pathology wing or room or something department. The place where you keep brains. Yes. Yeah. Apparently that's where you keep brains. Uh, so I thought pathology was like disease. Yeah. I yeah. think that's like blood disease or something. Yeah. I'm but, not sure. I have uh, to look it up. But anyway, so he's literally like crouched down eating brains like he's a fucking white or a, uh, uh, gassed or a ghoul or something and she's like uh you shouldn't eat that it'll make you really sick crawford and he's like huh oh god i'm eating a brain and uh she's like oh, i'll get you some help so she like goes to help him and then uh his brain gets another boner and he kills brain her boner, yeah and he gets a brain boner and uh he sucks her brain out of her eye socket and runs away uh so then it cuts back to Catherine and she's getting set up for the electroshock. And that's when they get the call that Crawford is loose and it's like something's happening. So everybody goes to leave. So this guy's like, all right, I'm going to just put you back in your cell. Uh, cause she's been assigned a cell already apparently. Uh, and she attacks him and gets away. So then she runs off. Uh, and then you see Crawford, leaving 
and he runs into some some paramedics bringing a drunk guy in that is covered in vomit and he's apparently thrown up all over the fucking uh the ambulance because like one lady's like the one uh, paramedic is like scrubbing the ambulance down and and she's like hey give me a give me a fucking candy bar i'm starving in the drunk ate spinach and glow sticks i guess yeah i guess i don't know and uh he attacks crawford attacks the one paramedic and the drunk guy is freaking the fuck out. The other paramedic comes over and is like, what the fuck's going on? And she, she's she's acting like super nonchalant that her fucking partner is like laying on the ground. She's just like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like laying on the fucking ground, like obviously hurt. And she's like, hey, what what's what's happening? And she like, he's not even like on his side or on his back on his stomach. He's like laying on his back and she like touches him and like then it pans up and his fucking eyeball is hanging out and like you can see the back of his skull and you're like oh god he's dead and then uh crawford attacks her and yanks her eye out and sucks her brain out and then gets in the the uh ambulance drive away and that's the point where uh catherine comes out and sees him driving off she's like huh he must be going back to the Machine? Yeah, that's the well that's what we'll do. So she, she goes she leaves first. She leaves first? She escapes while he causes a, when he starts causing a disturbance. They oh. all leave so she doesn't get shocked. Yes. All the true. orderlies get pulled away because he's causing a disturbance. Yeah, I don't know. So she runs out first. It's it's important plot point that she leaves first. Okay, she leaves first. So she gets to the house first. Correct. And then she like turns the machine back on? I don't she, get fuzzy in this. I she don't know puts why. a bomb on the. She, oh, she puts a bomb she on. She came it. up with She's a gonna... bomb with a timing yeah, device. Yeah, she, on her she, way from the hospital to in the like house. a minute. Yes, yeah. the extra minute that she had in between when Crawford when she left and when Crawford left. Thank you, Bill. Uh, then Crawford shows up, and the machine like just turns itself on again. Correct. Like plugs itself back in. Yes. Like the lines are cut to the power grid in the basement and it turns itself back on. Yeah. And they're like not even down there. Uh or in there. Up there. Um so then, you know, shit gets crazier. Crawford actually ends up dying. Uh he gets his head twisted off. And uh he gets eaten. And then she looks like she's going to get fucking really weirdly raped by Cronenberg, Cronenberg sex doctor. Sex doctor, yeah. Yes, it's very strange. And then uh, Crawford starts climbing out of Edward because he ate him. Because he ate him. It's his consciousness come to life. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's whole again. Uh, god damn, this movie is fucked up. Uh, so then you've got, like, two Cronenberg monsters fighting inside the same Cronenberg monster, uh, while the damsel in distress is just freaking out and being like, what in the fuck? Uh, this bomb's gonna blow up, guys. Hey, guys, this bomb's gonna blow up. Are we, uh, are you gonna finish this fight? 
And then she like jumps out the window as the bomb blows up. And then she hits the ground and like explodes her legs. <laughs> yes. She literally like pushes her fucking kneecap out the top of her leg on one leg. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yes. That's what really happens when you jump out of a fucking building when a bomb goes off. Holy fuck. That's awful. And then like a bunch of people walk up from the neighborhood because there's there's literally only two houses in this entire town. But there's a whole neighborhood of people just like show up and they're just like, huh, that's that house is on fire. None of them look at her. And her, like, legs fucking, like, hanging off. And she's, like, sitting on her butt, like, with her fucking legs all twisted and, like, bleeding everywhere. And crying. And finally, the old lady from the beginning of the movie, like, walks up to her and she's like, are you okay? Oh, my God, your legs! And then she's screaming and crying. Cat is screaming and crying. And then she starts laughing. And that's the end of the movie. It's true. A very maniacal closing laugh. Yeah. Yes, it's a very, very, very deep movie. Super deep. Let me explain everything to you in great detail. Oh, what's that? Oh, 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 oh. Hey. Hey, guys. Oh, my God, Dave. Hey, I fell asleep in the bathroom again. Bro. <sighs> Fucking Dave, you uh, I thought that guy was gone. Nah, he was here. What? Yeah. I thought um, Russell... You banished did? him or no, something. No, he did like the first hat. Did you let him in again? No. I let the pizza guy in. Dude, Dave, what happened we to your neck? We didn't my order neck? pizza. Ow. No, no, no. It's wrong my neck. We didn't order pizza. <laughs> we didn't order pizza? No. No, I let the pizza guy in. He said he's had a garlic pizza for the show. Do you see a pizza around here? I don't, and I'm very upset. <laughs> Also, what pizza guy has to come in? I thought it was weird, but he insisted that he came in. He's a big okay. fan, he said. Yeah. Uh -huh. Pizza guys always come into my house. <laughs> At least in the kind of pizza I watch. I mean, God order. It, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, you need to stop ordering the big sausage pizza all the time. Uh, They're always out when I try to order. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, hey, it's me. I, I over we're watching From Beyond, right? Yeah, I already did the synopsis. Oh, can you do it again? My, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. How long was that? That was like 30 minutes. <laughs> I missed it, though. Can you go back? No. You watched it. I did. This movie rules. <laughs> this movie is fucking crazy. It's so crazy. I had for so I had seen it a long time ago, but I had forgotten just how crazy it was. Yeah. I love it, though. I I like the concept of the movie, and that's and like some of the effects are pretty dope. Like a I lot it all of the, holds up pretty well. A lot of the practical effects are really good. Um, but that's about it. It's actually like mostly trash. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> it rules. Uh, it's definitely like a B movie. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It is. Stuart Gordon yeah, is, is the director. Yeah, he's known for that. Like, yeah, most of his movies are Lovecraft movies for one thing. Yeah, but uh, that's why we watched it. Yeah, they're all <laughs> wild like that. Yeah, I mean, I I think like the I don't think the script was really bad, other than like 
it over explain like Billy brought up while I was doing the synopsis <laughs> over explaining some things and not explaining anything else. Yeah. Like why did we need to know that Bubba was a fucking football player, but we don't know anything about uh, he's the Dr. Pretorius. Like, yeah, but Pretorius is like the villain the of the whole movie. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. All you know is he's a doctor. Yeah. He's the originator of the experiment. Yeah. And he has a sex dungeon. Yeah. He's very horny. He's, he's very horny. Um, so, like, the, the idea of the movie is pretty cool. And, but, like, some of the dialogue is... I don't know if the dialogue is, like, terrible because all the actors are awful. Or if it's actually bad writing. Like, some of it is bad writing, right? Like, because they're like, yeah. why the fuck would you say that? That's stupid. But some of it's just like... like. Jeffrey Combs, he's got a good look, man. He could have been a great, like, he could have been in real movies. You watch that shit. <laughs> he, is he is in real movies. He is an awful, awful actor. Okay, so I, I literally, during this movie, looked up one thing and one thing only. I opened IMDb, yeah. and I was like, is this dude, like, British or something? And looked it up, and he isn't. He just talks with a fucking weird, affected, like, yeah, mid Atlantic made up accent that's like yeah. really pretentious. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. He's like, he's, he's even weirder in the Frighteners. You ever seen the Frighteners? No, I haven't. He's like the villain in that. He's, oh, he yeah. even talks even weirder in that movie. Jesus. He is like he is all over the place. Like I can tell that some of the some of the parts like the director was like, "Okay, turn up the emotion a little bit." And then he went from like I'm talking <laughs> like this to like I'm talking like this. Like I'm just like, "Whoa, yeah. dude, chill the fuck out." Like you uh, doesn't know what emotions are. I know I'm hurting you. Badly, but but like this dude was awful. Like Catherine was okay. Uh, Bar Barbara, Crampton. Barbara Crampton was okay, and like Ken playing Bubba, he was fine. His character was just like, other than having a lot of backstory for no reason, <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything. Because he's the best character. He was like, he's cool, but he's completely two dimensional. Like. So am I, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty sure you're he three. didn't deliver a lot of lines, so I guess it's hard to judge his acting, but I would say he was one of the better actors of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, there's a lot of really bad acting in this. And I don't know. Yeah. I... And I didn't like the, the, like, uh, the Ghostbuster effects. Oh, the, really? the like chalk or whatever the crayon or whatever it is they used to do that. I don't remember. What did they use to do that? I Didn't we remember. talk about that when did we do Ghostbusters? Not with me. We talked about it at some point on one of the shows, but there's something they use to do that. Like that transparent, like ghosty stuff. And I, it did not look good in this movie. Cause like, I just don't, yeah, you're talking they, about the like, phantom eel things yeah the phantom eels and then like later the the uh the jellyfish and stuff like that all that stuff looked like crap until it like became practical effects 
Yeah. And then it looked amazing, but then it was like... I mean, not, not animated. It was not animated at all. Just like a, yeah. <laughs> so like the eels were funny because it was just like a like a a rubber thing that they made. So like the actors are holding on to it like it's a dick like attached <laughs> to their face and they're just like shaking it. So like the tails flopping around. Uh. So like the the uh, the practical the practical like item looked good. It was not implemented well <laughs> in some of the cases. Uh, Edward always looked fucking awesome when he was like being gross. So like that was cool. I really liked that stuff. And like the the effects at the end where uh Ed and Crawford are fighting, that was cool. Yeah. But like the the like ghosty stuff was not great. And I mean I know it's like eighty six and it had a not non existent budget really. But yeah, like not really. There are other movies from a similar time that looked better as far as that's that part of it goes. The practical effects look good. Um, but like, I don't think it was implemented as well as it could have been in some of the parts. But everything you're saying is completely true, but it hurts my heart. Yeah. Because the movie rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a. It's just a goofy B horror movie. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's gross. Yeah. It's based on Lovecraft. Like, I'm just. It's also horny as fuck. Yeah, it's very horny. The horniness, like, threw me off at first. Cause it was like, it was like sort of horny a little bit at the beginning. And then, like, you randomly have a sex dungeon and, like, porn playing, like, just in the movie, just like for not a short amount of time. And yeah, I was it's just a like, little too long. I was like. <laughs> Is this like a like a s- strong lead up into a softcore porn? Like, is that what's happening here? Did we just decide to watch porn for our show? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you, Shane. <laughs> but now I will. It's like it, it's it's double fold essentially because it's yeah. not to the modern rhetoric of what you do in movies. You don't just have random 80s bush yeah like you would in old movies right. but also it's like being sexually driven in the story yeah. so you're like doubling that 80s casual nudity yeah so it, it like, was slightly off-putting it was i mean like i wasn't like mad about it i just was surprised and then i was like where's this going yeah for a fairly mild like hacky horror movie that's like obviously for like teens and young adults yeah you would never get away with that now to have that much like right and not even that the nudity is actually fairly mild but it's very sexually charged yeah like it's it's not the movie is horny the movie isn't fucking the movie is horny correct (laughs) accurate No, like, yeah, it's is it gonna win awards? No, it's fun though. Yeah, it's a fun. I movie. had a good time watching it. I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And like Edward, like coming on to her when he's a fucking like pile of wriggling flesh <laughs> and shit. And then like the one scene, 
the one scene where he's like standing, I guess he's got he's like up off the ground, and then like an arm comes out from underneath him, like it's his fucking dick. Like comes all the way across the room and grabs her to bring it up to him, and I was like, oh my god, he just grabbed her with his dick arm. Holy shit, this is like. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, like, the latter parts of, like, Berserk. <laughs> like, after, after like, the, the end of the world happens, in air quotes, and, like, all the demons just, like, show their faces, and they're like, all right. You know, and they, like, plant a bunch of demons as, like, the... Uh, the rulers of different places and guts is just going around killing demons all the time instead of killing regular people all the time. Uh, that's what it reminded me of. Cause there's some like fucked up demons in that where they've got like, they're made of dicks or boobs or Whoa. children. It's, it's, it's fucked up. I've seen some of Berserk, but not that. Uh, that's like mostly in the manga because like they don't get that far. I don't know if they did in the newer animes because uh, they weren't in, in the original one. You see a lot of them, but very quickly. Yeah, so like in the original, you you see a couple of demons, but not a lot up until like the last two episodes, yeah. and it's like five DVDs. Yeah, the so whole thing. The whole many. thing's a flashback. So yeah. you start in Demon World. So yes. You see some at the beginning. Yeah, you see the. It, that's the serpent one, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like burns the village and he like kills the serpent one. Yep. So then he like flashes back to like, like just like normal medieval yeah. war stuff, and then the last two episodes, uh, like shit hits the fan. Like, the whole world turns into, like, heads pouring blood out of them, and there's just, like, demons filling the sky, and uh, they kill all of his friends and rape his girl. And the, guy, the one that rapes his girl is his best friend that just turned into a demon. Jesus. Yeah. It's, this show sounds wild. It's yeah. it's super wild, and it's like textbook fridging. <laughs> like it's super bad as far as that stuff goes. Like it's like pretty like it's pretty misogynistic. There's a lot of like uh, the character his uh, his like sort of girlfriend. Uh, the fuck is her name? Casca. 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 Wow. Deep pull. Uh, she's like. She's a bad bitch, and she like leads part of this guy's army, uh, and then she just like will randomly get her ass kicked and like almost raped so that guts can save her. Like it's kind of like badly written in yeah. that in that way, like not very respectful of women and stuff. Um, but like guts' story is cool, so it's like I don't know a lot of that era of stuff is like that. And it has one of the most heart-wrenching scenes I've ever seen in anything. Because, like, when all these demons are pouring out, right? And then, oh, like, God. they're taking Casca away, and he's, like, trying to fight the demons off to get to her. Yeah. Because they're, like, gonna rape her and kill her. Yeah. And uh, this one demon bites his arm, and he's, like, screaming and biting his lip, trying to get away, and he cuts his own arm off to get away and it's with, fucking brutal with Whoa. his broken sword yeah he uses the broken edge of like the broken like his sword got broken in half and he uses like the broken edge 
to like stab through his arm and it yeah. takes like a lot of stabs and it's very well animated like you could just see the emotion in his face like he yeah. is like it's like breaking his heart that he's also cutting off his own arm yeah. like it's fucking crazy yeah god damn it's really good it's all on youtube i think really yeah hmm. with the nudity probably like, yeah Nobody polices 1989 animes on YouTube. Yeah. Um, anyway, but that's kind of <laughs> what it reminded me of was some of the demons and shit in that or like uh, Wicked City. Wicked City's like a little yeah. bit almost like it's it's shorter and it's more compact, which makes it a little bit more almost a hentai. <laughs> Cause like, isn't that the one where the beginning is like the, the chick is trying to have sex with him and she turns into like a spider demon that has like a giant vagina. Is that Wicked City? I don't know. It's been too long since I watched Wicked City. I don't remember. Whoa. Dude, there's some like crazy shit in anime, man. Yeah, I, I gotta, knew there was. I need to, I got to dig out some VHS tapes and bring them to you. They're probably <gasps> still in my mom's basement. You got like the Ninja Scroll. Ninja, on Scroll. You, Ninja Scroll was cool, but also like almost close to hentai. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. Yeah, Not I mean, it's got a part, good, but... it's got a good story, and it's got like a little bit more like nudity and sex than like an '80s movie does. Like, it's like, hey, here's this part where this guy is fucking his concubine, and like, it's pretty graphic and maybe longer than it would be in a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's animated. It's fun. but it's animated, so it's fine. Hmm. But it's like, what is that? Is it like 90 minutes? Something like uh, that? Yeah, 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 like 90 minute movie. Yeah. There's maybe like three minutes of nudity in it, which is, so it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's really a lot. That's, yeah. It's pretty graphic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a lot. There's some possible digital rape and, um, no, def definite. Definite, definite digital, digital and uh, maybe like some oral rape and yeah, some, oral. Yeah. Concubine sex. Ew. Yeah. It, it, actually. Believe it or not, pertinent to the story. Really? Yeah. Hmm. How is Ninja Scroll pertinent to the story? No, the Oh the, the, rape. the rape. Okay. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> not just it's not just like oh random rape scene to have titties. No. It's it, like it, actually, actually a part of the story. It's actually part of the story. That's yeah. that's important to uh characters' demise. Correct. Anyway, we were talking about From Beyond. From Beyond, which <laughs> is not an anime. <laughs> Sometimes we just get way off topic. Yeah, when we really like a movie, we get off topic. Uh, and this time. Because <laughs> we really like a movie. You really like a movie. Yeah, every time I recommend a movie, I get excited. I'm like, and then I realize that Shane and Russell don't have fun a lot. So... So I'm like, damn it, they're not going to like this. Not a... Uh, correct. Not a quality movie. But fun, entertaining. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Yes. More than I thought I was going to. Yes, agreed. That makes me happy. Yeah. I'm, I, so I'm actually... Generally, when you recommend stuff, I think, I bet that's fun to watch and I'll like check it out and enjoy it. Like, it's not quality yeah. film. Right. You I know. also watch things that are like <laughs> uh, yeah, decent quality film, but I I like this shit. Yeah. No, it's great. Okay. I I have a love-hate relationship with horror in general, but also like this type cuz like 
camp. This camp stuff. Like, I love this. This is great. This is what it should be. This was people making a movie they wanted to make yeah. in a certain way. And it came out to be kind of over the top and campy and like this nostalgic, right, 80s horror stuff that's fun. Yeah. I don't like a movie made in 2005 that's trying to do this. I fucking hate that. And it's awful. And I want to die every time I see one. Yeah. I think that also like gets weird because like sometimes it is the thing that you want it, want it to be, but like you get to that point in, in our time and like this happens with music too, like where people that aren't actually in the industry can make something that is of the visual quality of, of, uh, industry stuff. So then you're watching a movie and it's got like the colors and the, this, the, the camera work is right, you know, in quotes to like, look like a, a, a million dollar, several million dollar budget, uh, production, but like none of the actors are acting and like, you don't know who anyone is and like, what the fuck? And like the script is terrible. And you're just like, this movie is dog shit because you, it makes you feel like it's a, a major film. production yeah. Yeah. that is trying to feel campy. I, I feel like that happened at some point and it's like hard for it to be like this movie is where it's like, you know, it's a bunch of people that don't have a lot of money and they can't get like actors that can actually act. They have these guys that they know that are in like a bunch of this stuff and you know, they work for whatever money is available in this level of, of the industry, you know, and that's what you get is this campy schlocky stuff, um, which isn't a bad thing. That's oh, no, just no. how it is. No, I, I'm not actually upset. I know. I is this movie rules and you guys don't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the movie, but I'm not going to give it a nine. Fair. You know, but anyway, I, I think like it's hard for that to happen where it's like it looks and feels like it's supposed to coming out now. It's because it, like you get you can spend a thousand dollars on a camera that'll look not actually as good as, you know, million dollar cameras, but pretty fucking close. And you can watch YouTube videos on how to edit when, you know. People that didn't fucking know how to edit didn't know how to edit, and they couldn't learn how to edit unless they went to school. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have, like, a reel-to-reel machine that costs, like, $50,000, and you literally have to, like, sit in front of it, and that's all yeah. it does is edit movies. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can, like, download a fucking program to do that shit on your phone now, and, yeah. Shit's wild now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So I think that that has something to do with like new stuff that doesn't feel right. Yeah, and I and like some of that like stuff you're talking about, like I don't usually get into that kind of stuff, like 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 intentional campy stuff. Some of that's kind of fun, but like yeah, because they like and also those like weird like what was it Sharknado and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, I have no interest in any of that. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not. I think garbage. I may have watched the first Sharknado. And went eh, okay. Yeah, like Velocipaster, I heard is so bad that it's actually kind of funny, but like, it's still like, it's called Velocipaster. Yeah. I'll pass. Yeah, 
It's the second one coming out. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> and I do prefer this style of horror of like mystery thriller. I'm okay with the creature feature sort of aspect yeah. as well versus the like murder horror that's usually not great. Yeah. I mean, okay, so like or they try to have some monster that's like ridiculously awful, but people are scared of it for some reason. Yeah. I just I can't do those. I like slashers a lot because of the mystery aspect usually. Um and then like stuff like this where it's like science experiment gone wrong shit is usually pretty cool. Um, this has a really small cast and it's really localized, right? Yeah. So like the most people that die are the people that Crawford kills yeah. <laughs> and he's in the fucking hospital. I think there are only yeah. like 20 people in the entire, ca- like the entire cast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure some of the people, some of the neighbors are like probably nurses or inmates or orderlies. Uh, yeah. Cause like been. you don't really see them. Uh, they're just like they walk by and you like see their see them standing there so like yeah it's a tiny cast and like i I don't know i think it's i think it's a cool idea the concept is really cool i mean and the execution is great for the the b-movie schlocky version of a movie i think if they remade it and like i know we say this all the time on the show but I think if they remade it into like a serious movie, it would it could be interesting. It of course could be dog shit, like yeah. a lot of stuff is, especially remakes. Yeah, the the very basic outline, like sort of plot points, like you could make a sort of genuinely good. It, it doesn't have to be like anything crazy, right? It could still be kind of ridiculous, but I mean the points are there to like right elder horror laboratory device. Yeah. Right, like, like you could build that into a a pretty solid story without changing too much of it. Yeah. Just sort of shooting it in a different way and improving the dialogue a little bit and stuff. Yeah, having better actors and stuff. Yeah, more special effects budget. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we know it would be trash. Unfortunately, probably. Yeah. Plus, like I don't know stuff like this. I don't think gets remade into that kind of thing. They remake stuff that was like already popular, like super popular, because this is kind of like a B movie cult classic kind of thing. Yeah, because like I've I'd heard of it and like I'd I'd seen it at the video store and stuff a lot, um, along with all the other movies that these two guys did together. Yeah, Stuart Gordon uh, had a lot of those like cult classic B movies, and yeah. Jeffrey Combs, the yeah the what was it, Crawford, Crawford uh, he did a lot of Stuart Gordon films. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Stuart Gordon's most famous one is Reanimator. Yeah. That one's great, too. Right. That one's more like they lean into the comedy. That one's a horror comedy. Yeah. They it's lean like into the super gory, more. too. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Which, like, there's only really, like, one super gory scene in this one. Like, you see, like, some gore a couple times when Crawford's eating people. When he like eats their eyes or sucks their brains out. But, like, the really, the goriest part is when Bubba dies. Yeah. The rest is just like slimy and yeah, yeah. It's definitely more like Cronenberg creature, creepy yeah. creature stuff. Yeah, which I love Cronenberg. Yeah, the Fly is one of the best like body horror sure. movies of all time. Also super gross, very gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminded me a lot of um, 
weird science, the Chet creature. Chet, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very much like the very first time you saw him, I was like, oh, it's all like slimy and gross. It's like Chet. Jesus Christ. Oh, I haven't God. seen that movie in so long. If Bill Paxton was in this movie, it might be my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Because <laughs> Bill Paxton rules, Russell. Game over, man. Game, Game over. over. Oh, man. Are you ready to do the trivia corner? I would do a trivia corner. Let's Ooh. go down here. You guys ready to go? I've never been in the corner with Dave. You've never been in the corner with me? No, you're oh. always gone. Yeah, that's true. Holy shit. All right, well, uh, welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner, Billy, if you don't know, is for you to say... Dude, that's fucking cool. That works. That's better, usually. Yeah, yeah that'll work. We normally say, ooh, neat, but I like that one better. All right, you guys ready for some hot, hot trivia? Is it horny trivia? <laughs> A little bit. Oh, God. Some of it is. Uh, the H.P. Lovecraft story on which the film is based on is only seven pages long. Huh. Not yeah. surprised. I'm, I'm always surprised by how many people love Lovecraft, because he didn't write a lot. There isn't a lot of material out there. He did a lot of short stories. Yeah. A lot yeah. of just like little snippets. Not stuff. super prolific. No. Yeah. I like Lovecraft uh, stories and stuff. I do not like Lovecraft. Yeah, by all accounts, he's a pretty terrible person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Barbara Crampton sold the leather dominatrix outfit she wore in this film at a yard sale. Uh, <laughs> at a yard sale? Yeah. Jesus. I, mean, I guess good for her, she got to keep it? It's true. And then make what, like $3 on it? I, I mean, <laughs> that's a $5. Come on, that's a $5. Normally, outfit. like a prop person gets it or like the director keeps it and smells it or something yeah that, i wouldn't be surprised about that but huh uh dr block is named after robert block the author of the novel upon uh, upon which psycho 1960 was based and a friend of writer hp lovecraft huh that is neat got one there you go supposed to be all oh, fuck that's cool or whatever but like that works <laughs> Uh, the address of the house is 666 Benevolent Street. <laughs> yeah. I saw that as well. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Pretorius's character is named after Dr. Septimus Pretorius, Henry Frankenstein's former teacher who seduces Henry to the dark side. Huh. I thought their names were fucking... I'm like, the, the names have to be in reference to something because they're yeah. fucking nonsense. Yeah. I like that. A lot of times, I feel like uh, B-movies will do that. They'll name characters and like everything will be a fucking Easter egg reference. I feel like that's where like the comic book Easter egg reference stuff that we love in the MCU and DC movies, if you like the DC movies, uh, where like some of that comes from, like a lot of B-movie stuff. I do enjoy that, but it does get when it gets ridiculous. We're like, yeah, Doctor I mean, Pretorius. I'm like, what? Yes. Pretorius isn't that bad, but Tillengas? What Tillen is that? Yeah. That's like, wild. What is that? Something? Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, as with his earlier film, Reanimator, director Stuart Gort, Stuart Gordon, Stuart 
made use of medical advisors to be sure that the actions taken by the doctors and nurses of the film followed proper proper medical procedures. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that is neat. Damn right, getting some neats in this bitch. Fucking cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um... During scenes in the mental hospital, when Catherine meets Crawford for the first time, she releases him as su- as her patient. Two automatic doors use the infamous door opening sound from Star Trek, the original <laughs> series. The second instance is a reverse version of the sample. That's fucking cool. I saw the ridiculous yeah. doors. They're like obviously made out of like plastic or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look like they're from an 80s spaceship. Um, uh, studio executives opposed the casting of Barbara Crampton as Dr. McMichaels because they thought she was too young to be believable as a psychologist. Oh. Uh, Stuart Gordon, however, insisted that Crampton be cast, and she was. Now she looked like when she walked in the first scene, it was like, Dr. Quinzel? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, according to Gordon, securing an R rating from the MPAA was a challenging ordeal. He quotes them as initially saying he presented his presented cut of the film had ten times too much of everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was ultimately able to get away with making small trims and without removing any entire sequences from the film. That's fucking cool. Huh. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Got three more. All right, let's do it. You ready? Yep. Uh, was filmed in Italy with an Italian crew in order to save money. Gordon says that the film would have cost $15 million to make in the United States, whereas the foreign production enabled him to hold costs to approximately $2.5 million. Holy shit. It was shot on a soundstage called uh, Dino Sita, just outside Rome. Dino Sita was originally constructed by... God damn, why did I read this? <laughs> Dino de Larnitis, that's not too bad, uh, but was seized by the government for non-payment of taxes and then sold to Empire Studios. Uh, Dino de Laurentiis. Oh, Dino de Laurentiis. Yeah, you should recognize that name. He made a bunch of stuff. Yeah, who is that? It does sound familiar. Did Was he a spaghetti western guy? Oh, uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Long. Silence while we all search. Dino De Laurentiis, producer. Produced lots of stuff. La Strada, Flash Gordon, Barbarella. 137 rows on Wikipedia. Damn. Oh, that was early in his career. He did Red Dragon, Hannibal. Halloween. Halloween 2. Oh, shit. Army Dude. of Darkness. Conan the Barbarian. Oh, fuck. Halloween 3. Dead Zone. Firestarter. Conan the Destroyer. Dune. Maximum Overdrive. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. Red Sonja. They're like, this guy's everything. Raw Deal. Blue Velvet. Oh, goddamn. Did everything. Evil Dead 2. That's Jesus funny. Christ. And like most Hollywood executives, managed to... Get something built and then walk away without ever paying for it. Right. Yep. <laughs> I got two more. 
Yeah. Uh, the resonator sound effects were later sampled in the song Intergalactic by Beastie Boys. That's fucking That's cool. where the noise... The... <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. Uh, I knew I knew the sound. Same. Now I, know I, where. I, I forgot until... Oh, shit. Uh, an interview in 2016 asked Barbara Crant... Interviewer. Sorry. In 2016, asked Barbara Cranton if her 13-year-old daughter and 14-year-old son had seen this film and her early her other early films. Crampton said, no, but my son's friends have seen all my stuff on the internet. And they're like, dude, your mom's naked and in black leather. <laughs> and my son's like, mom, you should have told me before my friends saw it. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Okay. Then I showed him my showed my son everything. Uh, I mean, hey, if it's out there, yeah, I guess. I just thought that was funny. It's like, dude, your mom's naked like a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was in a bunch of these type of like B horror movies, right? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like I recognized her. Uh, I looked up. I forgot exactly what she was in. I can get look it, it up. I, I got her. I got her right here. Let's see. She was in. Let's go back. Let's go way back. So she was in Days of Our Lives. That's where she started her career. Uh, she was in Body Double, uh, Rituals, Reanimator, uh, The Prince of Bel Air. Not Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel Air. It's a TV movie from 1986. Okay. Um, Chopping Mall. Yep, she's in Chopping, Chopping Mall. Mall. <laughs> uh, from, behind, from Beyond, Kidnapped, Pulse Pounders, Puppet Master, Trancers 2. Puppet Master. I'm sure that's where I recognized her. Yeah. Uh, Robot Wars, Castle Freak. Uh, she was in one episode of The Nanny. Uh, she was in Space Truckers. Uh, oh, and then she was in Bold and the Beautiful for a couple, th- like three years. Uh, she was in The Godson. She was in an episode of Party of Five. Um, yeah. Bunch of other stuff. And then she was in Young and the Restless. Wait, she was in Young and the Restless for twenty years. Holy she was shit. in Days of Our Lives, Guiding Light, and Young and the Restless. God dang, lady! Hey, recurring cast member on uh, Soap. That's, that's a, yeah. She was a good in Steady Jab. Yeah, that's where the money is. One hundred and seventy-four episodes of Young and the Restless. Yeah, apparently it's really tough. Right. Like one of the reasons they have trouble with like kind of the overacting is because like they like just burn through like they just film a ton of scripts super fast for those shows. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a whole different discipline. Like, don't get a chance to memorize lines, or they're just like bringing you paper, writing it as they like are as filming. They go. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, she was Melinda in Guiding Light. Is that who I'm thinking of? Which one's Guiding Light? Is that the one where they're all in a snow globe? No, that was... uh, Saint Nowhere? The one with Denzel. Yeah, whatever that one is. Uh, It's a hospital one. We talked about that one one before, yeah. Oh, you're right, it is. It's a hospital one. Yeah. She was was like 10 years older in that. I think this is the one. Like, there was a summer... There was a summer where me and my sister stayed at this these other people's house like every day because their kids were our age like 
there was a girl that she went to school with that was her age and her brother was my age. So we like stayed at their house all summer. Not like we didn't stay over the whole time, but we like would go there when my mom went to work and then they would pick us up. And like they watched all the soap operas and we would, me and the brother would watch them sometimes with them. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? Cause like there was like this, and I think that's it because there was this lady that like has a twin sister or some shit, some super tropey dumb shit where she's like, she plays three fucking people. I think that's what that was. That's fucking weird. That summer ended very oddly. The brother and the other brother and sister got in a fight and she like tried to push him out a window on the second floor and broke the window, but he didn't fall. And then he ran away and we he ended up never like, heard from again. No, we like searched <laughs> for him. So then like four kids were missing. <laughs> God damn. And like we got found by the cops at a playground, like right as we found him. We found him at this playground and the cops showed up. And then we never went over there again. <laughs> now I that wonder w- why. That wouldn't have bothered your mom at all. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Okay. <laughs> Dave's Trivia Corner. It was neat. Thanks, Billy. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, you guys want to rate this? I'd rate it. All right. I'm going to give it a seven. I really enjoyed it. It's like it's like eating McDonald's, right? Because like you know it's bad for you. It doesn't actually taste that great. But you enjoy it for some fucking reason, probably because there's crack in it. Um, That's right. But but like you feel bad afterwards. It's generally like not great in general, but like you enjoy it. That's that's kind of how I feel about this movie. It's McDonald's. Sorry, Nathan. I just stole your shtick. But this movie is McDonald's because I'm loving it. <laughs> is that even their slogan anymore? I don't, I don't know. So. I don't know. Who cares? It works. Continue. You you segued into your rating. Oh, Go I'm ahead. sorry. I was waiting for you. I'm sorry. Oh no, man, I said my number. Go for it. Um, I'm going to give this an eight and a half. Okay. Uh, it's very schlocky. It's very up Dave's alley. Um, special effects are cool. It still it still holds up. Like practical effects, man. Like yeah, the practical effects hold yeah. up. Yeah, practical effects hold up. Effects are cool. Uh, is it a great movie? Probably not. No. Um, but I have a great time watching it. I was grossed out. I forgot how gross and horny this movie was. Yeah. Because I haven't seen it in a while. But um, yeah, eight and a half. Okay. I think Shane was right on the money on a seven. Um, and in this instance, a seven is a good thing. Because yeah. it's, it's overcoming a lot of like really bad film problems <laughs> yeah right? yeah but it's still super enjoyable to watch it's super fun like i said it's it's got the nostalgia factor that's a it's a good thing right it's it's campy in that good way that you remember um it has some things that actually like i really miss in movies of like not explaining things i think it's like one of the biggest gripes i have about what hollywood has become is like they just explain everything like Anyone who watches this 
is a fucking dolt. Yeah. And you have to tell them every single thing about what's happening. It's like, you can't just show a guy punching shit into a computer and flipping a switch and assume he's doing some kind of science experiment. Like, yep. yeah, you told, you don't have to tell me cause you showed me what is happening. Like the whole opening sequence, what there was no dialogue. He's just punched in a computer, flipping some switches, a weird alien eel thing appears. Like you don't need to explain it. Yeah. It's a weird, creepy mystery thing. That's yeah. fine. I'm in. Yeah. Right. So I, I do miss that. Um, and it was a lot of fun to sort of go back to the eighties. Like this is one of those movies that you would be, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning flipping through the fucking channels. Yes. It's like USA or whatever. And you're like, what the fuck is this random movie? And you just start watching it and you have a good time, except all the nudity would be cut out. Yeah. Which would be sad, but yeah, no, I agree with all that. Um, and I did learn that maybe my new favorite thing, if you, if you're on IMDB and you go down and you scroll down, there's a section called the parents guide. Yeah. And they like break down the rating. And so in this instance, right, sex and nudity is only moderate, which I found interesting, but here's the best part. You click on that and then there are written descriptions of <laughs> the things that happen. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. So just, uh, just as an instance here, we described this scene several times. So, uh, a woman starts playing with some S and M gear and becomes sexually aroused by it. She starts to moan and breathe heavily. She then takes a leather glove and smells it, then rubs it against her cheek. She then sticks her hand inside her robe and starts squeezing her breast and rubbing her nipple, moaning and breathing hard while continuing to rub her cheek against the glove. However, her breast remains covered by her robe the entire time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> so, uh, if you ever want just some entertainment, just pick a random movie, scroll down to the parental guide section, open the sex <laughs> section, and it's fucking hilarious. I, I could read these all day. Yeah. You know, it's some, like, 50-year-old white lady just had to, like, <laughs> transcribe that. Like, this is bullshit. I can't <laughs> believe people watch this movie. I'm gonna, like, very fastidiously describe all of the sexy shit that happens in this scene. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like, if I, if I were a parent... Twiddles or twat. If I read this, I'd be like... Jesus Christ, there's no way my kids are watching this. But yeah. if I watched it, I'd be like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's, it's very, while it is sexualized and there is nudity, it's actually pretty tame. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not, it's not pornographic in nature in any yeah. way. No. So it's just horny. It's yeah. just very horny. Like, maybe don't show it to your, like, currently pubescent kids because they'll just like fucking their heads will explode but you know after you know they've grown some hair and <laughs> gotten a little taller then you can show it to them and be like yeah I mean that happens that shit you know people get horny oh the oh here's the best one okay okay oh, so this is uh, prepare yourselves when they when they first walk into the S&M dungeon and it's oh, like yeah randomly playing the self-made porn yeah. that the doctor has. It says, a bound woman in leather is seen being whipped in a sexual fashion on a television by a man who then proceeds to grab her bare breasts with his hands. 
so descriptive. <laughs> there you, that's what that's what happened. That is what that's what happened. Yeah, no, that, she, she's not wrong. That old white lady is not wrong. <laughs> she's really mad about being right, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right, Billy, I think you found a new thing that I'm into uh, dude, now. Is reading the parrot kite. I'm just gonna start reading that on everything. I think. Yeah, please do. Oh my God. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of DQP does where we talked about from beyond, uh, next week we are doing glorious. I believe glorious. Yeah. Glorious. Um, why don't you guys look us up on your social medias searching drafty quarters podcast network. Um, you can also find us on Patreon searching the same thing. Uh, please donate a dollar uh, a month so that we can fix uh, any issues that we're having. Uh, it's not going out now. My, the, you the, stop messing with the it. mic cable is fucked. Um, you know, and there's a monitor going out, and we have all kinds of random problems right now. Uh, but we're 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 persevering. We're gonna Damn survive. Right. We will survive because today you're gonna subscribe to Patreon. Please. You're going to do it. Yes. Please. Also, if you could give us five-star ratings on uh, whatever you're listening to the podcast on, we would super appreciate it. Uh, If you have any questions or concerns or um, questionable offers for rare versions of movies, email us, draftyq at gmail.com. I heard something about that while I was like in and out of consciousness. Yeah, so Are somebody we get that tape? Yeah. Uh I'll give you the cash app. You can go ahead and buy it and Hell yeah. Sweet. Give them your address and stuff. Yeah, that's and cool. Nothing bad could happen. Yeah. <laughs> um and when you get it, let me know and I'll come over and watch it. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm stoked. A, I don't have a VCR, so I do. Yeah. So it makes total sense that you give them all the information. Yeah, to yeah. Get it shipped to your yeah, house. Yeah, that's fine. And I really like that it says not a murderer. So like, yeah, cool. You're safe. Yeah, yeah. I trust. It's also, not a scam. Yeah, not a scam. Not a murderer. What's what's e- there to lose? Email us draftyq at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for listening. We're gonna continue next week on our uh, our journey of terror. The fuck? What's that? Dude, Dave Ula was here earlier and I think he's fucking still hanging around. I can't believe you let him in. I didn't let him in. I let the pizza guy in. Uh, whatever. Anyway, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Come again. It ate him. Bit off his head like a gingerbread man.
This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.